Rabotai, Rabotai, somebody asked me about money. Alright, so I'll tell you something very, very fascinating about money. First of all, how many different words are there? Are there that we know about money in Hebrew? What do we have? You have Ma'ot, Mamon, Nechasim, and you have Zuzim. And there's others as well, you'll, you'll see. So now, if you look, let's take Nechasim for example. Where does the word come from? Nechasim is possessions, is your assets, is different types of things that you own. Why they call Nechasim? From the root of the word, you always check the root of the word, Mechuseh. What does that word mean, Mechuseh, in Hebrew? What does that mean, covered? Meaning to say, a person is assets, who lives out who? Meaning to say, eventually with all your assets, it gets covered after 120. You're not taking it with you. You know, the guy gets covered and his assets stay. That's why it's called Mehusin. The Torah is trying to teach you one thing. Go after the things that stay with you forever. Now, we're not saying assets are a great thing to have in order for you to continue. But people look at it. Aspect of money is everything in their life. A person has to understand what's everything in their life? Hashem. Hashem is everything in their life. And therefore, we have to cling to Him as much as possible. So at the end of the day, Nechassim is Mehuseh. Meaning to say, a person focuses only on money, he's ruining, the, he's ruining the, the, his life. Focus on Torah and Mitzvot. Oh, you need money to live? Okay, no problem. Bechavot Gadol. You're not going to take it with you. And that's why it's called Nechassim Mehuseh. From the root word that covers. Next, it's called Zuz. Right? Zuz. Where's the Zuz? Zuz because it means Zaz. It moves from hand to hand, hand to hand, hand to hand. One day the guy could be on the, on the richest guy in the world. The next day in three seconds, he could go that, to the rock bottom. One day a guy is in the rock bottom. Yeshua'at Hashem Kerbein. The next day he could be a multi-billionaire. Rabotai, you must believe what I'm telling you. This is the Torah. Yeshua'at Hashem Kerbein. A person, again, let me repeat that. A person could be on the lowest of the lowest barrel. He does no panasah whatsoever. What does it say? Zuz. Money, Zuz. It can go Zaz. It can move. You can be the next morning a multi-millionaire. By the way, you should just know that. I said that to somebody. He made two, and he believed it. He told me a week later he made two million dollars. True wow. story that happened. True story that happened. You know what happened to it was my uncle Joe in Portland, Maine. He lives in Portland, Maine. This is what happened to him. Hey, you know, I told him you have to believe 100% this, that. In a week, he made $2 million. And he told me how he made it. I'm not going to tell you how he made it now. If you want to ask, I'll tell you. But at the end of the day, Yeshua Hashem keheref ayin. A person must believe 100% Hashem. And vice versa. Vice versa. A person can be on top of the barrel. The next morning wakes up. I told you. I had somebody, a very close relative of mine, he was working the craziest job and he was on top of the world and he had a little bit of a arrogance, you know, because he was making a lot of money and everything like that. And one day, one day he called me up, he was losing his job. Something happened with the, with the, with the federal, uh, something with the federal bank or something like that. He did something uh, uh, that was a federal crime, a crime. And he had two options. One option was to give his few million dollar job, meaning to say a few million dollar company to close it and get out of jail, or go to jail and serve. He had to close the business overnight. Zoo, zaz, it goes one, it goes out the other. Next is, mamon. What's mamon? Ma, 
Ma, ma, ma, mamon. Meaning to say, what is it? What is mamon? Ma, ma, ma. Comes from the Shulam. Ma, ma, ma. Like, ma, ma, ma. Ma, ma, ma. Ma, ma, ma. Ma, What is this mamon? What is it? At the end of the day, what is it? It's a means to get you places. It's a means to, uh, to, to strive with it. It's not, people, they, 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 they have the wrong aspect of money where they feel that money is money. Money, the people will die for the money. People will, you know, you, you ever hear the expression, you know, money is the root of all evil. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. You ever hear something like that? Because money, people will break up families for money. And they, they, they miss out the concept, well, what are you doing? Be careful, we're a family, we're together, we're this, we're that. All of a sudden, the father dies, and all of a sudden, the, you see every kid fighting over the money. They don't talk to them forever for the whole rest of their lives. And the father's in the grave rolling, what I happen, what I do, what I this, what I that. A person has to be very, very careful. Because what, what is money? It's a means for something. It's a means for you to go, go higher and higher in your service of Hashem. You need it in order to serve Hashem. Okay. But people make it, it's not, it's not a means to something, it is everything. They came to Havetz Haim one time, what do they say? They say money, what do they say about money? Uh, they say money is time. Time is money. No, he said money, time is money, right. The Americans say time is money. Right? So Havetz Haim corrected, Haim said, no, no, no. Not, money is not time, time is money. Money is time. Meaning, what is he trying to say? And I'll give you the answer like this. One time, the Avetz Chaim came to his nephew's house and he opened up the door and he did not want to walk on top, in, 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 on his floor. This is, like, this, again, this is high levels, Rabotai, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Avetz Chaim was going in and he said, I will not walk on your floor. And his nephew says, why? Why, please, you know, uncle, whatever he called his uh, Abed Chaim, he says, please, please, come in, come in. He says, no, I can't walk. He says, why not? He said, because look what you put on your floor. Again, it's a high level. He didn't have the money. I guess the nephew, the nephew had to go out and borrow, whatever, whatever he had to do. But he put a crazy, let's say, a tile or something like that on his floor, like marble on his floor. And back in the day, marble was a luxury. You know, back in the day, you didn't have anything like that. You walked on a dirt floor over here. Over here, you had a whole crazy thousands of thousands of dollars on, on the floor. She so said, why not walking? He says, because when I'm walking on your floor, I feel like I'm work, walking on shas. I feel like I'm walking on Torah. I said, why? He said, because look, in order for you to get all that, you had to work, correct? Yes or no? You had to take extra time that you, that you could have had to learn Torah. Why? This is a crazy, crazy, crazy luxury that I'm sure in order to get that, you had to work overtime for uh, two weeks straight, whatever it is, extra, 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 and you probably lost out of learning Torah. That means the loss of learning Torah, you put in the money, you took that money, you put it in the tiles, you put the tiles, I see I'm walking on shots. I'm, I'm very nervous, I can't walk on this. It's a crazy concept. It's a crazy car. And the last, they call it ma'ot. What's ma'ot? Ma'ot is ma'la'et. What will be for the future? A person, if he wants to be a good a businessman, a good investor, he has to know what will be in the future. Now, what am I talking about what will be in the future? What am I saying with that? It says you have to understand, the person must understand our future is after 120, got in for eternity, eternity, eternity. I told you once this before, Rav Desla brings it down in his sefer, and you have to, people don't understand what eternity is. But eternity, I'll give you an example. He says, imagine a person had, uh, what's the what's the uh, lowest valley? What is that? Uh, the Grand Canyon, let's say? 
Take the Grand Canyon, right? Fill it up. Fill it up with bird seeds. Fill it up. What do you have? 100 trillion bird seeds? 100 trillion bird seeds you put in there? 100 trillion bird seeds. Take a bird that can live for, uh, let's say, you know, uh, millions of years. And every thousand years, the bird eats one seed. Every thousand years. Every thousand years, the bird eats one seed. Will there be an end to those bird seeds that's inside that Grand Canyon? Yes or no? No. There won't be an end. You know why? Because every thousand years, he's going to have it. But how long will it take this bird to eat? To eat each seed. How long will it take? A thousand years times by a hundred trillion seeds. How long will it take? Trillions and trillions of trillions of years? Trillions and trillions of trillions of years, right? Correct? Yes or no? Trillions of trillions of trillions of years. Guess what? That one mitzvah that you do, that one word of Torah that you learn, that one amen that you say, that one berakah that you say, whatever it may be, it's eternal. It'll never end. The reward keeps on coming, keeps on coming, keeps on coming, keeps on coming, keeps on coming. And we cannot forget that fact.